Blog Talk Radio.
exciting and fabulous show tonight because I know I am. And if you are ready to be empowered, enriched, and encouraged to do great things, then guess what? This is the show for you, okay? This is the show that you want to be in because, man, tonight's guest is going to be amazing and you don't want to miss tonight's show, okay? So, hey, welcome, 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 welcome to the show, man. Get your kids in the bed. Man, get relaxed, settle in, settle down. I hope everybody had a very fabulous afternoon and day and all that good stuff. I know some people got snow, some people got some rain, and some people, y'all just had a beautiful day. So, hey, whatever it is, get relaxed because when we come back, Oh, we are going to welcome our special guest into the Playhouse. Ms. Valerie Johnson-Reed is coming to us tonight to empower us to what? To finish strong. That is what we're going to do, okay? We're going to be going to finish strong. We're going to just pump it out. 2020, got the 2020 vision. Man, that's what we're doing this year. It's been very powerful. We are being empowered and enriched and encouraged to do great things this year. So, man, I hope that you guys are ready. Okay? So make sure that you guys share me out. Okay? So share, 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 share the love. And, of course, you know, tell them, hey, the Playhouse is definitely where they want to be and why they sharing and liking and all that stuff, make sure you hit that follow button right there on Blog Talk Radio, Facebook, and on um, Instagram on the Fast Life on the Move page, okay? Hit that follow button. Yes, yes, yes. Hit that follow button so that you can always stay in the know. And, of course, you already know it's 21 questions. So, yes, Facebook and Instagram, the inbox is open. So if you want to ask our special guest of the evening, your questions, you already know. Make sure that you inbox it to me, okay, and we will get it in right here, right on 21 Questions because that's what it's all about. So make sure that you guys inbox me. Please do not put it on my page because I will not see it till after the show, okay? But if you inbox it, I will get it right away, and we will get it um, as to our special guest of the evening. So, hey, y'all stay tuned, get called in, get settled in, and all that good stuff, because when we come back, oh, we're going to jump right on into these 21 questions, and I hope that you're ready. Yes, yes, yes. So call on in. You can reach us right here at 563-999-3443. Again, that number is 563-999-3443. Hey, y'all, call on in, call on in, call on in, and get settled in. It's 21 Questions with Lady V.
That's how we start 21 questions right here with Lady V. Welcome, 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 welcome to the show. 
Hey, man, I hope that you guys are ready for a fabulous show tonight because it's about to go down. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So I hope that you guys are ready. Please get settled in and situated if you want to call in and ask your questions. I see some of you guys already have started, which is good. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, If you want to, please make sure you call in right now at 563-999-3443. Again, that number is 563-999-3443. So please make sure you call in and get that in. Or you can always inbox us because I know a lot of you guys are at work at this time of the night. So I thank you guys for all who listen and tune in and rock out with the queen. So, hey, man, inbox us, Facebook or Instagram, Fast Life on the Move. Or, of course, we are in the chat right here, right now. You can also inbox your questions to us in the chat room, okay? So please make sure that you um, get that in, okay? So make sure that you... Inboxes. We're here. We're here. We're here. So, without further ado, because that's what this is about, we want to know about our special guest of the week. So, allow me to introduce to you our special guest of the week, okay? So, Valerie Johnson Reed, the founder of Strong to the Finish Motivational Speaking, is a native of Compton, California, who grew up, who grew up in Las Vegas. After attending Prairie View A&M and a obtaining a bachelor's degree in social work and a master's in sociology. Working in the social work field for 10 years, she decided to change her career to education, which she has been doing for over 15 years. Valerie is a mother of three, a member of the Wisconsin Sleepers, Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority, and Order of the Eastern Star. She is the author of Stay Strong, Stay Strong, Finish Strong, a story of hope and encouragement for those who have and will experience grief and loss. She is also the author of Through Micah's Eyes, a children's book that portrays her son Micah on the day of his daddy's funeral. Strong to the Finish Real Talk Radio is a podcast in which Valerie talks about those uncomfortable topics such as death and dying. Valerie has been featured on several online radios, such as Girlfriend's Channel, CJ Sunny South Dallas Night Show, Message of Hope, and Faith Walk, and recently became one of the faces of Black Women Widows Empowered. She enjoys empowering others, especially women, by sharing her story of grief and loss. In December of 2018, she accepted her call to ministry and going through the process of becoming an ordained minister. Valerie's goal is to encourage herself as well as others to speak up and speak out about grief and loss. Suffering loss herself, she manages to keep going by holding on to faith and family. Your purpose is to stay in the race. And finish strong. So without further ado, put your hands together and give a warm, warm Fast Life welcome to our special guest of the week, Miss Valerie johnson Reed. Hi, good evening. Hello, 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 love. How are you? I'm great this evening. How are you? I am blessed and highly favored. Thank you so much for 
taking time out your busy schedule to come and rock out and vibe with me. So thank you very much, my love. Oh, no. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Alrighty. So please feel free to introduce yourself and tell the world exactly who you are. Oh, man, you already read my introduction, so I just feel like I don't have much to say anymore because you, you said it all. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I am Valerie Johnson. Like you said, Valerie Johnson Reed. I am, uh, man, I just turned 50, so I am excited. I'm so excited about life because I, I can see that God has so much more in store for me. So I'm very excited about mm-hmm. life. I'm just excited to see where everything goes. I'm excited to be here. Yes, 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 yes. Well, we're definitely glad and excited that you are also here as well and to share your story with us and to also keep us empowered, enriched, and encouraged because that's what this station is definitely about doing. And so, man, I read your bio and I was like, oh, my gosh, and I did my, you know, some research and stuff, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, you have done so many different things and, you know, the impact that you have on others and especially when we have those topics that we really don't like to talk about, especially when it comes to right. death. But so many of us grieve and we all grieve differently, but we all have it. And some of us get over it and some of us don't and some of us know how to, you know, kind of push through it. And then some of us really need help to be able to, take that next step. So, man, like, right. I have so many people say, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to hear her, her story and hear what, you know, her some tips and things that she, I'm like, Aww. okay, well, all right, y'all, make sure you tune well, in because I'm pretty sure <laughs> that she will definitely be giving us all of that. So, man, oh, we God. are definitely excited about you um, coming into the Playhouse and being able to share your story with us. So please, well, thank you. Um, you know, tell us what actually inspired and encouraged you to even mm. want to even start talking about death and the, the loss and grief. What made you okay. say, okay, you know what, it's time. Well, after, after well, let me let me say this. My family and my family, we had my, my was just well, well. Let me say this. When I grew up, it was just me, my mom, and my brother. My brother was two years younger than me, so we were a very close knit, small family. We have I have uncles that are still alive, but they are well. One lives in Vegas, uh, and the other one lives in Illinois. Their families live in Illinois and Las Vegas as well. So we were just a very small, close knit family. Um, and when my mom retired from uh, teaching, she stayed a few years in Vegas, but then my brother, uh, he moved, ended up moving to Fort Worth, getting a job with Union Pacific, and then he ended up getting furloughed. Well, she had bought a house here in Houston, and because she, she wanted to be closer to me and my, my uh, children, which were her only grandchildren. So we were just very close-knit, and... After my brother became sick and then he ultimately died, uh, well, unexpectedly died, um, my mom, he died June 3rd, 2011. My mom died um, January 19th, 2012. And then my husband died October mm. 14th, 2012. So for me, mm. after all of that, I did not 
I didn't know who to talk to. I did not have any references. I didn't know if anybody in this world had ever experienced anything like it. So for me, I knew that it was something that I was supposed to do, but I just, I was a little unsure of what that looked like. And so I prayed to God and I asked him, I was just like, please give me guidance on what exactly you want me to do and what do you want, you know, what would you have me to do with this? I've always been a writer. So I loved writing. Mm -hmm. As a child, I loved writing. So I prayed and it came to me to write a book, write about, write about this, you know, write about it. It was therapeutic for me, but it was also like, okay, I'm getting ready to tell people my business. And so I had to kind of prepare myself for that, but I knew that it was something, you know, but you know it's something that you need to do. I, I felt like I needed to do that. Right. Because, again, when everything happened to me, I didn't know anybody that had experienced that. So I wanted to be that somebody that people could turn to and talk to and say, hey, I do know somebody that's been through that. Why don't you talk to this person or why don't you read this book or why don't you, you know, follow this person and see what they're talking about. So I knew that I had to have some type of purpose with everything I had gone through. Mhm. Oh my gosh. Like that is just so awesome. Like I I definitely respect that and I understand that so well. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like and it and mm-hmm. you are absolutely right. There are so many people who actually need that, who need right. to know that there is somebody else that that's going through it too. Right. That right. can maybe and help a, them get through the storm. That's right. That's right. And until I started talking about it, I did not hear of anybody. But then once I opened up and started talking about it, out of the woodwork comes all these people that have experienced something similar to and I just felt I felt like I was just like okay God I I did the right thing because I was being obedient and I knew that I was like okay God's not going to have me do this just for no reason there's a reason why he's had me have me do this and after after being obedient all these things are happening and all these people are asking me and you know, well, I know somebody that needs your book, or I know somebody that I need you to talk to, or I need somebody, you know, can you refer me here, or what do you think about this? So I know that there was a need, because it's a topic that we don't, especially in the African-American community, we don't really talk about it. Right. Right. Mm. Oh, I love this question that just comes through. Ooh. Okay. And it's just funny that you said that at the same time this question was coming through. And wow. it actually said it actually said it's funny how she's talking about death, but that's something that we don't like to talk about in the African American community. Absolutely. So my question Absolutely. to her is how do we open up and start discussing something that goes on very frequently in our own community? Yeah. I, I think just like what you're doing now, what you're doing now, having uh, people like me having these these hard discussions, um, having forums about it, talking about it more, and actually just being advocates for look, look, we need to talk about this, you know. 
from talking about the reality of that we will all cross that path one day to our family's will to down to do you have a will? Do you under, do you know what you want, you know, to be done when you pass away? Those are things that we don't talk about because it's uncomfortable, but at the reality, because for me, having to plan three funerals all within a year, that it blew my mind because I had never done anything even close to that. The closest I had ever been mm. to that was with my grandmother, who I'm, I'm trying to think how old my grandmother was when she passed away. But she was like in her late 80s, probably early 90s when she passed away. And for me, I went to the funeral home with my mom, and it was one of those experiences where I didn't know what to expect. And now that I look back on it, it's just amazing how God lines stuff up because now that I look back on it, I went back into the room. Me and my mom went back into the room when the hairdresser was doing her hair, and my mom was having a hard time with it. And I just stood, I just stood there, and I didn't realize fast forward that I would have to be the one doing that same thing years later for them. So it's just right. I think talking about it more, um, talking about it, being open about it, and I think being transparent about it. We have to talk about these things. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Nobody wants to think like that. But the reality is we have to talk about these things. We have to discuss them. We have, because what happens is we don't discuss these things. And then when someone passes away, whether it's expectingly or unexpectedly, then the family is over here suffering, whether it's uh, mental health issues, can't, can't, can't cope with the grief and loss, or the other side of it, they're fighting over money. You know, well, no, she left this, and no, oh she left that. Well, no, she didn't. She didn't even have a. They didn't have a will, so you can't say that. You know, so for me, my experience has made me want to say, you know what? We stop this foolishness. We need to talk about this stuff. We need to sit down mm-hmm. and talk about it as a community because many of our families are left in shambles behind someone dying and not understanding that is ultimately it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Right. Right. You are so right about that. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Mm. We, it's inevitable. We, you know, I have to tell everybody we have a birthday, we have a death day. It's going to happen. That's right. We, there's no way around it. You know, and so that has to be something that we definitely prepare ourselves for. And it's a lot of things that we don't think about because a lot of times we, I believe, uh, honestly, that we do, you know, um, take life for granted, you know. And some of us actually believe that we're not going to die. You know what I'm saying? We don't think of death as being even an option. Uh But it is. Absolutely. And we have to... Pay more attention to it. Right. You know, because it's happening all around us and people is, man, and it's crazy because it's like, you know, when we were coming up, we always thought it was just for the older people and the older generation and that's it, you know. That's how we looked at it, but it's starting to be to the point where now that it's getting younger and younger and you don't never know whose day, whose time, who's nothing. You know, we don't, we just don't know these days, and people is just dropping. 
That's just so dropping true. like one so day true. you'll talk to him today and tomorrow you'll get a phone call and say, you know what, such and such died in their sleep. What? Mm-hmm. Or That's such right. and such would, you know, I was talking to him and they was it was over. You know, right. or they came home and had a massive heart attack and you just like, what? You That's know, right. and you right. just talked to them. So Anything right. can happen, and we definitely have to make ourselves more aware of what's going yes. on in our own community. Absolutely. So I definitely Absolutely. Have to commend you for being Aww. an advocate of speaking well, on it and, and talking to people and, and showing people how to get through it successfully. You yeah. know, and, and I love the fact that you call your Strong to the finish. I love it. Yes. So when when you say that, like, what does that mean to you? I'm so glad you asked that question. Um, when my mother, my mother died of pancreatic cancer, um, it actually metastasized to her liver, and she had undergone um, radiation, and then she actually had the tumor removed. And it was successful, but um, she didn't. She re, she did not want to. They suggested that she take radio, uh, continue with radiation, and she was just like, "No, I'm not going to continue right. with that." Well, after that happened, that was right before my brother passed away. And when my brother passed away, she kind of lost the desire to continue, and mm-hmm. so um, she went into hospice care, and. Um, she was actually at a facility, and then she was like, you know what? If I'm going to die, I want to die at home. And that that right there did something to me. But I was like, okay, still just kind of like, okay, you know, it's still going to work out. Everything's going to be fine. And when I brought her home to her house, which is which was like two doors away from my house, um, uh. she would tell me little things, and um, she was just kind of, she was preparing me for it. But in my mind, I still wasn't prepared for it, and I still wasn't trying to be prepared for it, actually. But um, one of the things right. that she said to me was, she said, you're going to have to be strong. And I said, okay. And I, and I understood, but I didn't realize, I wasn't really thinking about what she really meant by that, you're going to have to be strong. So that was one of the, the things that stuck out in my mind. So when I decided to go ahead and be obedient and follow what God asked me to do, I was like, okay, it has to be something with what her, her words were to me was strong. So I was like, okay, strong, okay, but we gotta, we not only gotta start strong, but we have to finish strong. So that's where that came from. Okay. Yes, I love that. I love that message right there. You know, you. I love that message because. We do have to be able to be strong and be able to finish strong no matter what life throws at us. Right. And no matter what we have against. Right. You know. Um, man, your message is just so powerful. Somebody actually Aww. sent in and said, I heard you say that your mom gave up hope after your brother died. I've been mm-hmm. in that type of situation, and it was really mm-hmm. hard to see my mom do the same thing 
What would you mm. tell someone of how to cope with that when the person feels like they have no hope, but they have mm-hmm. other children to live for, but they don't see it? Mm. Mm, man, that's a very good question. Wow. Uh, Ooh, that's, that's, baby, that's, they be coming with you, honey. Yes, that is that is an awesome question, and I I felt that question. I really feel that question because I felt like that too. Mm-hmm. I felt like, well, mom, I'm still here. You know, don't leave. I'm, I'm still here. My kids are still here. We, you know, we love you. We're here. We're gonna take care of you. But what do you say to them, man? Um, I would just continue to. Continue to pray, continue to keep them lifted up in prayer, and continue continue to let them know that you're still here, and they're still here for a reason. And I think that's mm-hmm. the part where we get confused because we want to, you know, I used to tell my mother all the time, and I know it's easier said than done because I, I wasn't, it, I was the, the one walking around with the disease she was. But I always, I always tell her, I was like, don't give up. We're not giving up. We're going to continue to have hope. We're going to have, you know, I said, this is the time where we have to increase our faith. So we say we trust God, mm-hmm. we got to trust God. And I think that's, that's one of the things that I would tell them. And, again, I know it's easier said than done, but I would say, you know, we have to trust God. We got to trust. We have to trust God and know that, He's able to do all things. And I think that's the part where we, you know, because we sing about it, we talk about it, but when it's actually time to practice it, I know for me, I was was challenged because it's like, well, wait a minute. You sang this in the choir. When you sang the choir, you're singing it, and, you know, you're talking about it, but it's like now I have to put all that stuff into action. And... It's not the easiest thing to do, but if we say we trust God the way we say we do, some kind of way, some kind of way, we have to muster it. We have to, we have to do it. So I would definitely tell them to continue, don't give up, keep trusting God. And if we're still here, we have purpose. We have, if there's a meaning, there's a purpose behind why we're still here. I, I firmly believe that. Oh, so, very hard question, but that's, that's, I mean, what do you say? But that's what I would say. Those those are a few things that I would say. Already, like I have to say, man, thank you. Yeah, y'all, I just have to say this. Thank y'all for sending in y'all questions. Y'all are always so oh, awesome. Yeah. Y'all always sending the best questions. I have to give yes, y'all that. They do. Y'all do make like these jobs so easy. So thank y'all. Because y'all be bringing it in hard, okay? So very thank y'all question. so very much for rocking out with yes. us, man. Yes, I do. Oh, my gosh, yes. So let's see what else. They were coming in so quick, I was like, okay. <laughs> yes. Take your time. Oh, my goodness. So this one says, Being a mother of three, do you find yourself preparing your children for death? Do you find it easy? Do you find it hard? Or do you just find it that this is the way of life and they need to be ready and prepared for anything? Hmm. Oh, that's a good question. Very good question. Thank you for asking that. Um, I actually, it, this all this has made me talk about it more with them. 
And with my with growing up, I remember my mother not talking about it. I remember our communities not talking about it. But since all of this mm-hmm. has happened to me, I have made it a point to talk to my children about it. I did, I'm not shielding them from it. Um, we're we're having those conversations, you know. Hey, just if anything happens, this is here. This is the safe. This is where you know these papers are. This is what you need to do. And even though my kids are teenagers, I still want because anything can happen at any given time. As right. You see, um, I just I talk about it more with them, and I think they have a better understanding because I am open with it, and I talk about it. And you know, one of the things that um, had an impression on me as well is that I remember when my mom died, and we went to the funeral home to pick out her um, her plot. And we actually did the headstone, and we and so we were talking to the gentleman that was helping us, and I was just we were just saying how it was the time my husband was alive, and we were just saying how we were waiting on someone to um, watch the kids so that we could head over, and he was just like you could have brought the kids with you, and I was just like really he was just like yeah he said he said they should know, he said they should know, and he said that's part of life. And when he said that, it just really made an impact on me. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Not thinking yeah. that months later I would have to have to go back and, you know, prepare to bury my husband. But, I, I, you know, that's something that stayed with me and it made me think about it. Like, you know what? You're right. We need to talk about these things. We need, they need to know what this is like. They need to understand the process. So, uh, yeah, I do. I talk about it more openly. And they they talk about it. So if I say I'm going to a funeral, they'll ask me. And I'm like, okay, who died? And I'll tell them who. And they'll say, oh, when I come back, they're like, okay, how was it? And I said, well, it was a good service. It was a little sad at times. But, you know, I saw this person. I saw that person. And they're like, okay. So I definitely talk more about it with them. Mm-hmm. So y'all make sure y'all start being open with your children. You know, yes. open with your children, and for mm-hmm. the person who actually also asks, where do you start um, to open mm-hmm. up with your children? I kind of okay. hope that helped you. Um, you can always answer that question again if you like, um, in more sure. depth if you like. But I, you know, I definitely hope that it's helping you. You know, these these mm-hmm. what she's saying is it, it, helping you to prepare. Right. And be more open with your children. So, I would, yeah, so I that, would say, that was the question. Okay. I would also say, where do you start? Um, I would say start with the basics. Um, start with the basics and let them know, you know, we will all cross, you know, we will all cross over one day. We don't know the time. We don't know the place. We don't know that, we don't know that part, but we do know. Like you said at the beginning, we know we have a birthday, we know we have a death day. So we have to know that it's, it's inevitable it's going to happen. So I think we would start there, um, especially with kids. Start start slowly talking to them about it, you know. you know. And what I talk about with my kids is I say, you know, one day I won't be here whether I'm out of town or I'm gone. I talk about, okay, I need you need to understand how to wash the dishes. You need to understand how to wash clothes and fold them and put them up. 
you need to understand how to change the light. But, you know, I talk about things like that, and I introduce it like that because mm-hmm. I want them to understand you. That's the reality. That's the reality. Yeah. And that's what also... That's what also encouraged me to write the book um, through my eyes because I wanted to. I had I didn't see any books that looked like us that portrayed hmm. African American children and African American people, and I wanted you know to talk just slightly talk about you know what happened you know yes this person was sick yes their body was tired yes they died you know. That's the reality. So if, if when yeah. people want to talk about it, that's one reference. Um, not not trying to just sell books, but I'm trying to talk about the message. And in the book, I also made sure, and that's what I loved about my illustrator, because I was just like, you know what, I want this to be real. What I what he saw, what I what we saw. And so in the book, you'll right. see pictures of a casket. You'll see the picture of the grave site. You'll see the, the picture of the casket in the ground. Those are the type of things you see because we need to talk about those things. We need to mm-hmm. talk about it. So that's where I start with it. I start with I would start with maybe just talking about it and, and then slowly you know, show them a book about it. Talk about it. You know, have those uncomfortable conversations. They're uncomfortable but it's, it's necessary. It's very necessary. Oh, already, it really is, and and I definitely have to agree with you. And I, and I'm glad that you're talking about through Micah's eyes. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Because I definitely want to touch base on that one. And of course, you know, in the next hour, what I like to do sometimes, you know, I, I just toss them and throw it on people. But I said I was gonna try yeah. to do better this year in 2020. I won't just be popping this spring and stuff up on people. <laughs> Um, but no, in the okay. next hour, you know, and we can definitely, you know, I would definitely uh, love for you to read an excerpt of, um, you can either read an excerpt of one or you can read an excerpt okay. of both of them. However you choose okay. to do is totally up to you, my love, okay? Um, and we'll do, definitely do that ready. in the next hour. Cool, okay. cool, cool. So, but let's talk about um, through Micah's eyes for a little bit. Um, since, okay. Especially since that's what you were talking about, because it's such a strong story, and and for you to portray it through a child's eyes, you know, like how did my question, per, my personal question is, how did that actually make you feel as a mother and trying to write that book as well? Like, what was you going through emotionally? Yeah. Okay, well, very good question. Thank you for asking that. Um, you know, I grew up, my parents got divorced when I was three. That's how we ended up moving to Las Vegas, Nevada. And I never wanted, I said that I never wanted my kids to grow up without a father. And after it happened, I was just like, okay, you know, this is this is big because it's not like we got divorced or it's not like, we just split up. This is like, you know, he's gone, gone. So it's just like, okay, I have to do something. I got to do something about this. What do you do about it? And, my, again, as I said before, my outlet is writing. And for me, it was a relief 
And what's, what's so interesting is that um, I wrote through Micah's eyes before I wrote Stay Strong, Finish Strong. I had this book scripted out in my mind, and I took a, I had a tablet, and I actually put squares on the tablet, and I scripted out the words and everything. I didn't have the pictures in my mind quite yet, but I had the words. And I just really knew that I was like, okay, there's a message behind this, but I was I put it to the side because I felt like I was like, okay, are kids really ready? You know, do people really want their kids to talk about it? And right. that's that's where that's where it came from. Um, it came from an uncomfortable place. It came from a place of not wanting my child to suffer like I did as a child, not understanding what's going on. You know, when my parents got divorced, they didn't talk about it. It was just like, okay, well, all I, I know is because I'm three years old, we moved to Vegas. All I know is that we live in Vegas. Daddy and I did. They didn't really talk about it. So I didn't have, I didn't know what that was. And it was just like one of those things, we just don't talk about it. It'll kind of go away. And I knew that with this, it's just like, no, we got to talk about this because it's not just going to go away. It's this is something that, we have to we have to talk about and deal with. We that's the reality is that we mm-hmm. have to. We he's gone and we need to talk about it and deal with it and cope with it. So that's where yes, that's sir. where it came from, and that's why I felt the need to really you know push and push through it and try to make that happen. Mm. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And I just so respect that right there. Oh my gosh! Oh, like, thank you. Your message is so just so inspirational and so moving and so man. Just it just makes me feel empowered all the way around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm well, saying? Thank you. Um, and it actually makes me think of some things that even I, you know, kind of. Mm, yeah, I thought about it, but I just kind of overlooked it. Like, okay, mm-hmm. so, but I know that that is definitely something that um, we need to do, and something that needs mm-hmm. to be talked about. So, I definitely commend you for what you're doing mm-hmm. and how you're doing it, and the message that you're bringing to so many people because this is definitely something that needs to be talked about. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. I just. Like I said, I was just being obedient, and I knew that I didn't have any reference or recourse, and I was like, you know what? And I heard God saying, well, you need to be the one. And I'm like, are you sure about that? I need to be the one. He's like, yeah, you do it. So just being obedient, just being obedient. Hey, and when he calls on you, he will call on you. And a lot of times we be like, why? Like, I don't know if I can do it. Like, I don't know if I'm, you know what I'm saying, if I'm really the one, but... You are the one because he called to, you know, specifically on you. So when he does, you just, you know, you don't want him to start yelling. I don't like when God yells at me. I don't know about other people. I just don't like when he start yelling at me. So that's right. That's right. Be obedient. So I can definitely respect that, my love, man. Oh my gosh. Ooh, this is a good question too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So this question is, wow, this is a good question. 
Hold on, let me get back to it. Hold on. Another question okay. was coming through too. I knocked me out. Ow. Um, okay. Losing I heard you say that you lost your husband after losing your mom and your brother. Did it make you feel angry? And if so, Mm -hmm. how did you get through that anger moment? Mm -hmm. Okay. Very good question. Thank you for asking that. Um, I was angry because I, I really, you know, the story of Job really hit me hard because I'm like, man, I am Job. I mean, what is this about? What is this about? So, yes, I was very angry. I was very angry because I didn't understand why this had to happen to us. Why this had to happen to me. Uh, I had a friend tell me one day after my brother died, or was it after my husband? I don't remember what what death it was following, but I had a friend tell me, she said, you need to, because I love music and I love listening to different gospel songs. And she said, you need to listen to uh, Derek Coley, God is Sovereign. And I had heard the song before, but I did not at the time. I was just like, what? And so I actually sat on and listened to it, and I was like, okay. And it, it says, you know, God is sovereign. He can do what he wants to do, when he wants to do, how he wants to do, to do and who he wants to do it. You know, and it's just like, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so... Yes, I was angry, but at the same time, I couldn't, I was angry, but I couldn't stay there. And when I say I couldn't stay there, I could not stay there and still be able to function and still be able to take care of my kids. Right. And I knew, I knew that. I knew that. So one of the things that we did do is, you know, of course, I I believe in prayer, but I also, I, we also, I signed us up for counseling. And we we went and talked about it. And that was mm, a relief mm. for me and the kids. You know, just to be able to talk to somebody to help you process and, you know, talk about it. Um, right. Yeah, angry was the word I would use. Um, angry, disappointed. All of those things. Just why does this have to happen to me? I mean, but then it's just like I had to understand that why couldn't it happen? Well, but what made me so so good that it couldn't happen? Mm. And the reality Come is, on is that none of us are. You know, the reality is that none of us are so good that it, it can't happen. You know, mm-hmm. it, 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 we we think, oh well, because I know growing up, growing up the way I did, you know, they didn't say it, but it was kind of, to me, to me, and this is just my opinion, I felt like it was implied that as long as you do, as long as you do good, be nice to people, do the right thing, everything's going to work out. But they didn't talk about the times, but what if it doesn't work out? I didn't think that Mm -hmm. I was prepared in that sense, but I also Thank God that I was led to a church. Me and my husband joined a church way before in 1998. We were led to my current church, which is where we've been for the last 20 years. It's um, the church that I was. And I'll never forget our pastor preached a sermon, and I don't know the exact title of it, but it was similar to, like, what happens when God says no. 
Mm. Like I don't remember the exact title, and I don't remember exactly what he said, but in so many words, he put it was like put on my mind that what happens when God does not work it out. This person is not healed Mm. on the side. What do you do? You can't just. I mean, I'm still alive, so I can't just lay down and just give up. I have. I can't do that even when I wanted to I still had three people looking at me like okay you it we, we need you we, we, we need you to come through so I couldn't just yes I experienced all those emotions yes I was angry yes I was sad yes I was down but I, the reality was I couldn't stop there it's okay to feel the emotions but at the same time you can't stay there and I think once I could understood that because at the end of the day, yes, I was angry, but I still had a place to live. Yes, I was angry, but I still had my uh-huh. Yes, I was angry, but I still had my kids. So I still had yes, so Lord. much to be grateful for to where I couldn't stay angry long. And I think that's the part where it's just like we kind of, we kind of have to make a choice. I feel like happiness is a choice. I feel like sometimes you we have to decide what are we going to do. It's hard. Yes, it's hard. It's mm. not easy. I'll be the first one to say that. But it's a choice. <laughs> it's a choice. We have to choose to decide, okay, mm. either I'm going to do this or I'm going to do this. I'll never forget watching um, the, Trayvon, the Trayvon Martin story. And I'll never forget when his mother found out that he had been killed. And he wanted to go through the grieving process. And their attorney, being Crump, said, okay. You know, yes, you want to go through the grieving process, but right now, either you're going to grieve or you're going to fight. And to mm. me, it's like one of those things where, okay, we're going to grieve, but are we going to, we're going to grieve and we're going to fight. We got, we, got, we got to decide what we're going to do. And I think once we get in our mm-hmm. mind that, okay, yes, it's okay to grieve. Yes, it's healthy to grieve. But we can't stay there. We got a, we got a bigger, we have a bigger right. purpose. We got a bigger purpose. And once we get that part, I think the anger goes and we, we move in our purpose and we're able to work through it, through the anger, and we're able to process it and move forward. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And I will so agree with you on that. Oh, my gosh, I, I will so agree with you on that. Mm. We have to be able to process it. We have to be able to mm-hmm. be strong, and we have to be able to move forward. And, yeah. man, that was just so much and so powerful all in one, like, powerful punch. And, man, mm. Mm, I hope that you receive the message tonight. I hope that you are getting it, and I hope that the words that you are hearing tonight is keeping you empowered, enriched, and encouraged to do great things and to be strong and keep fighting through the fight. Because mm-hmm. it's not over for you, you know what I'm saying? That's so fine. keep fighting, man. Oh, my gosh. Like, yes. Look at here, y'all. Man, it is 21 questions, and you are tuned in right here with Lady V and Miss Valerie. So, man, it's going down. And I hope that you guys are enjoying the show. Um, yes, I do see all the questions that are in as well. So don't worry, I got y'all, I got y'all. But we're going to go to the phone lines and get some of the questions that's um, coming through them as well. 
that away, you know, so if you guys want to um, ask your questions, please feel free. Don't worry for everybody that's on the line um, that's just tuning in. I know, I know, I know. We got you guys as listeners, okay? So, y'all just, you know, and if you, you know, if you don't want to say anything, you don't have to, you know what I'm saying? We just want to come through and make sure, okay, so... You know, y'all don't have to hang up, okay? Just make it sure. So we're coming to the phone line. We're coming to the phone line. And make sure that you get your questions answered right here. And then after that, we will get ready to take a short break because when we come back, baby, we're going to ask some more questions, of course. And we also going to give Ms. Valerie the opportunity to um, read an excerpt from either one or both of our books. Just depends on what she feels like she wants to do. Okay? So, hey. Y'all, we going to the phone line. So, if you hear the beep or the unmuted, that's you, boo. That's you. Okay? <laughs> so, hey. <laughs> Yes, call her, call her, call her. You in the playhouse with Lady V and Miss Valerie. How are you doing this evening? Hello? Can you hear me? Hey, Mr. Lowry. Yes, we can hear you now, baby. Come on with it. How you doing, lady? That's my question. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, man. You know, I was based around 21 questions tonight. Yes, there's 21 questions tonight, love. Oh, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> get rid of that, then. Um, well, I guess I'll save that for tomorrow, but... um. <laughs> questions. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a, no, no. I had a piece, but I'm going to say that for tomorrow. Since we're doing 21 questions, I think I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who was the guest? Uh, Valerie? Yes, Miss Valerie. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a question. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a relay this in a melodic way. Can you tell me? What do people do evil things? The people that they say they love. Oh man, you want me to answer that? I have no idea. Yeah. Nah, let me, uh, let me. Nah, <laughs> it's just, um, why do people? I, why do people say they love somebody, right? Uh-huh. Or I'm gonna just break the mold, man. What, how can I put this? Why do people claim that they love somebody? And I know this more so with black folks, but they do venomous stuff to each other, and they claim they love uh. each other. I don't, I don't know what kind of love that is, or that fake tough love type. You know how people talk to you out of pocket, or uh. they they say little stuff to you, or they think they can just talk to you any old kind of way, and then when uh-huh. you wild out on them, uh. you know. I don't mean to say black people, but I just see, I notice this evil type of spirit in our race. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I agree. Where, 
we 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 constantly attacking each other or somebody want to prove that they tougher than the, each other or you know what I'm saying it could be somebody that you claim you care about but you got to give them your 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 either tough love approach or your tough exterior and then when you can't take it no more you vile out you wrong so yeah I, I agree so if y'all know, yeah elaborate on that you want to go lady B or you want me to say <laughs> Hey, go ahead, my love. I, I, will, I will catch it on the end. Oh, man. I, I mean, I heard everything that he said, and, um, man, I don't I don't know what the reason is, but I will say this. From my experience, um, I think in our community, there's a lot of self-hate, whether it comes from mm-hmm. uh, back in the day, whether it comes from whatever it comes from, it, we have a lot of self hate. We will sit up and dog each other out, um, and then get mad at the person because they won't let you dog them out anymore. Um, I don't know what that's about, mm-hmm. but but I, I think as I think number one, we got to let people know that they're being disrespectful, and I think there's a way to do it and still preserve your peace. And I think that's the thing um, that I've learned is I'm 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 still going to tell you what I need to tell you. I'm going to tell you in a nice little way, and I'm going to be done with you. And sometimes it takes you to, you know, say what you need to say to people, get it off your mind and your chest, and be done with and just be truly done with it. Now, why they do that from the beginning, I don't know. I think it goes like I said. I think there's a lot of self hate going. Yeah, really I really do. I, I, I definitely have to agree with you. You know, I, I have to say, yeah. I mean, I have to, I have to say, like, I agree that there is a lot of self hate in our in our culture and our race, and I think it's a lot of us being in bondage, not mm-hmm. understanding that. We are the most dominant, and we could be a very powerful race if we just, you know, stuck together and and joined together. But we can't do that because we're so worried about somebody mm-hmm. else doing better than us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And instead of realizing that, if we just pull together, there's room for all of us. We we can join together and come up and man take over the world. That's but we're right. not gonna do that because our mentality has been beaten down for centuries mm-hmm. and ages, mm-hmm. and we have been told that we amount to nothing. That's right. And so, a lot of times, you have to understand that it's a generational thing. It's really a generational curse. Because it's it like this. If I told you every single day that I was green for 20 years, if somebody would walk up to you and say, what color is she, your answer mm-hmm. would be green. It <laughs> should be. should be, yeah. They, mm-hmm. They're going to think you're automatically crazy because they're going to be like, what you talking about? Like, no, she isn't. Mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you're going to say, ah, uh-huh, she's green. Why you can't think mm-hmm. she's green? Because she obviously thinks she's green. 
That's how we are right. as people. We have been beat on for so long that mm-hmm. we think that we mount to nothing, and then it, we pass that down to our children because our children, we are only an environment of what we see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because right. a lot of times we don't do what we hear. We don't do what our parents right. tell us to do. We do That's what right. we see. That's right. And that's, That's what right. happens. And until we understand and open our mind to the bigger picture mm-hmm. and break the cycle, it's always going to be like that. That's right. It's always going right. to be like that. And, and I think, and I'm glad, so glad you said that. I think, I think it's all of that. And I think it's also, when you talk about generational curses, it takes, you're going to have to break it. You have to break it. You cannot allow that behavior to continue to go on. Somewhere it has to stop, and if uh-uh. you have to be the one to stop it, it's not going to be popular. You might be, you know, uh, the blacks turn into the black sheep, but at the same time, if it's preserving your peace and you getting it off your kids, I'm sorry, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm not you for know, it passing down any of this stuff that makes, oh, well, they think they're better than How do they think they're better than Because they decide to make a different choice than you? No. Yeah. No. And it's sad that a lot of us think like that. And, you know, it, it, it was funny because um, this apostle actually told me, and he was actually walking by me, and he stopped, and he backed up, and he said, excuse me, ma'am. I said, yes. He said, I just want to say something to you, and I said, what is that? And I said, yes, sir, what's going on? Like, I didn't know what, you know, I was kind of confused. Right. And he said, when you start changing, you're going to notice that people are going to start changing, too, and not for the mm-hmm. good. Mm. And I said, what? And he said, listen mm-hmm. to me closely. When mm-hmm. you start mm-hmm. changing, mm-hmm. people around you is going to start changing, too, and not mm-hmm. for the good. Mm-hmm. Watch your circle. And I said, okay. And it was right. sitting on my spirit and sitting on my spirit and I couldn't understand. And then I started allowing God to show me. And then as I started to change who mm-hmm. I was as a person and as an individual and giving, and going into my spirituality, I noticed mm-hmm. that people started distancing themselves mm-hmm. from me. I was no longer that girl. I was no longer, you know what I'm saying, even though I was the same person, I didn't change. I just went into my right. spiritual realm. Mhm. Mhm. You know? But they couldn't see that. Right. And I understood exactly what he meant. And and that's how we are in in this world. Even though people can't even though we're changing people will start changing for the worse. We can change for the good. And we Uh can open our minds and teach our children that, hey, these are the things that's going on in our society. Uh And you don't have to be a part of this. 
You can either be uh-huh. over there and walk the walk with everybody else doing it the wrong way, or you can be over here and make your uh-huh. own way doing it the right way. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. You know, sometimes we just have to think of it like that. I so, oh, my gosh. Y'all, look. <laughs> I hope that answers your questions, love, man. Look, we are in the playhouse. Man, we going to take a small intermission because when we come back, you know what I'm saying, y'all get to make sure y'all use bathroom, get some drink, whatever. Because it's going to be small. It's going to be small. But when we come back, we will definitely be, um, we will be back and we will get the opportunity to ask more questions, and to also get an excerpt of those books, okay? So, man, Mm. y'all make sure y'all keep sharing, 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 and telling the people that what? The Playhouse is where you want to be, man. It's 21 Questions with Lady V and Ms. Valerie Johnson-Reed. We are right here in the Playhouse doing what only we can do. So make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure that what you are staying tuned in, okay? Like, come on in, get in, call in. Make sure that you are also, you know, getting your questions ready, okay? So Facebook or Instagram, make sure that you do that. Facebook or Instagram, okay? I can't say that enough. Facebook or Instagram, okay? That's what it is. So, oh, my goodness, y'all. Lady V going to get her assistant real fast. God is working <laughs> it out right now. That's right. He is working it out right now as we speak. He is finding the right person just for Lady V because, baby, <laughs> I don't, don't want to be one case. I know that's right. I, I, know I don't want to be one step. Yeah, I don't want to, uh-uh, uh-uh. I, am, I don't want to be one step from it. But, y'all, make sure that y'all keep tuning in. Make sure that you get your questions in. Facebook, Instagram, um, hit the follow button on Blog Talk, 563-999-3443. That's the number that you can call in on. Again, that number is what? 563-999-3443. When we come back, we're going to have the opportunity to speak some more to Ms. Salary and to get an excerpt of those books. So, man, don't change that down. Down right here in the playhouse. <laughs> it's 21 questions with Lazy and it's Lazy. Lost touch with my soul. I had nowhere to turn, I had nowhere to go. Lost sight of my dream, thought it would be the end of me. I never make it through I had no hope to hold 
baby. Welcome, 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 welcome to the show. It's 21 Questions with Lady V and Miss Valerie. Man, I hope that you guys are enjoying this show because, man, I know we are. At least I am. Man, and I hope that you are being empowered and rich and encouraged to do great things. So, hey, make sure you call in. You still got time. You still got time to call in and get your your questions answered, or you can always inbox us, you know. So call us at 563-999-3443. Again, that number is 563-999-3443. Or you can um, simply just uh, inbox us on Facebook or Instagram, okay, on the Fast Life on the Move page. Make sure that you inbox us. Don't put it on the page because I did see um, somebody actually asked a question all on the page. I deleted it. Mm. Yes, I did. Okay. Just, I already told you that I wouldn't do that. So mm. please make sure that you inbox it to us, okay? Because, yeah, I won't get to see that stuff. I won't get to see it, okay? I'm still going to have it. I just don't get to see it. So just don't put it on the regular page. Because then you confuse other people, and then they start ask, answering questions that don't belong to them. And it's just a mess, okay? So that's why I ask that you guys don't put it on my regular page. Just inbox it to me, okay? So that's Facebook or Instagram. So, man, so Ms. Valerie, I have to ask you, let's talk about um, Strong to the Finish Real Talk Radio. Let's talk about okay. that for a little bit. And um, tell us what that is and and explain what you guys talk about and what you do, what times you guys come on, and all that good stuff as well, and how people can okay. find you. Okay, great. Yes. Um, Based on Central Real Talk Radio uh, is a platform where I do a podcast, and here's my – this is the, my disclaimer. I have not become really consistent with it as I would like. To be so, I'm do, usually doing it like once a month, or I've tried to do better with it since the new year has started. So it just depends. Um, sometimes I do it on a Sunday evening. Uh, sometimes I do it on like a, a Wednesday night. So it just there's no set time, but I do. It does discuss um, death and dying, grief and loss. Um, it can be found on Spotify. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. So it is a podcast. I do have, I have had one um, episode where I actually interviewed and I talked to a young lady by the name of Belinda Akers. And she had, because I, I wanted to talk to people that had been through similar experiences, and she experienced the death of her uh, brother. So I have a conversation with her, and she walks us through that experience and what that was like and how she lived her life after. So it's a platform for me um, to talk about the things that I know that we don't talk about in our community, but it's also to share with mm-hmm. those people who might not want to open up, but they do want to listen to, you know, the different topics. So that's that's what it is. Yes. Okay. Already, already. Man, y'all make sure that y'all go and do what? Support, 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 support. Y'all know I cannot say it enough. 
because that's what it's all about is supporting and um, rocking with each other, okay? So that's what it's about in 2020 is that we support each other a lot more, okay? Yes, I agree. Yes, I so this question just came in as well mm-hmm. and said, man, it says, I want to first, first I would like to congratulate you on all your business endeavors. Um, but my question to you is, do you think that therapy or counseling is something that we as Black people, I love, I love that they are really in our community right now. I love that. Mm-hmm. You guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. That we as black yes. people should get counseling after death. Do you believe that it's important for us to have? Yes. And I, and I say yes. And thank you for the, um, thank you for, thank them for, you know, talking about me as far as, you know, what I've done. But I, I think yes, because so often many times, We've experienced things, and we have no outlet. And I think in our community, we don't talk about this stuff. So when we go off and do hmm. something, we pop off and we do some weird stuff, nobody really understands that we were dealing with some mental health issues or we were dealing with this problem all bottled up inside of us. So we start acting out. And right. because we did not get the therapy, because we did not get the help, we act out, and then people want to know, well, what happened? Whereas in other communities, they'll go get the therapy. They'll go get this. And if something happens, guess what? They're covered. Why? They're covered because they took the time out to go to therapy. And at least they were, and you know, the way society looks at it, it's like at least they're trying to do something. We don't, we, a lot of times we don't even try. And I think we have to try, we have to get over that. And we, we need help. We need to talk about these things. We, as a people, yes, have automatically already suffered so much. And hmm. when we sit there, we, we have bottled in, what, what good are we doing? You know, we're not processing it. We're not talking about it. We're not fully, you know, even recovered before we're dealing with something else. We have to have, we have to have a mm-hmm. We, we, the reality is we have to. We have to. And that mm-hmm. goes back to the question that the young man asked earlier. You know, why do we act the way we do? Because we're dealing with all this hurt and pain and these issues that we never dealt with. So guess what? Because I've never dealt with my issues. But guess what? You walk up, I'm lashing out on you. You have no clue why. Because I've never dealt with my issues. Come on, man. And I see something in you. Or you remind me of something or somebody, or you just trigger something that somebody said to me a long time ago mm-hmm. that I never got help about. So yes, mm-hmm. I definitely think we do. We need we need therapy. We need help. We need counseling. All that stuff. We need it. It's we really I'm do. I'm sorry, but we have got to get get past that. Forget forget all that. We really you know, do. Oh well, you know we don't want to talk about it. No, we need to talk about. It. This is a different day and time. We have to. We have mm-hmm. to talk about these things. We have to. Yeah. And that what happens in this house stays in this house. We gotta let that go. Yes. 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 We 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 gotta let that go. Right. Because 
it's a lot of stuff that happened in our house that should not be happening in our house that exactly. it just should and we need to be right. able to talk to somebody about these things. That's right. You know? That's right. So and, and we have to let said, that go. Right. Mm-hmm. We let it go mm-hmm. on and on and on into where I, we felt like it's normal because, you know, our parents put up with it or dealt with it the way they did. Then we pass it on to our kids, had them thinking this is normal. No, it's not normal. No, it's not okay. No, it's not. Nope. Nope. And, and I somebody got to stand teacher, up. Hey, hey. That's, that's right. And by me being a teacher, I, I, I mean, I see a lot. And, you know, the kids will, will talk, the students that you teach every day, once they get to know who you are and they trust you, they tell you all kinds of things. And you can kind of piece together what their home life is like. And, you mm-hmm. know, it, it's, it's some unhealthy stuff going on. It's some, some unhealthy stuff going on. And it, it's hard because we want them, you see them sort of learn, but how can they learn? When y'all, when we have all this dysfunction going on, how do they? Right. Learn? We want them to pass the star test in Texas. We haven't want to pass the star test. Okay, well, how are they focused on the test when they're worried about all this other stuff that's going on at home or, or going on with their mm-hmm. mom or dad or their family? They, I mean, how how are we something to do anything? So I just think we just we have got to open up and start. Start talking about it as a community, and we really do. I, I will definitely, definitely agree with you on that. Like, oh my gosh, we we have to. But mm-hmm. I have to say this too for so many of our parents out there: please stop thinking about yourself, because mm-hmm. a lot of times you. As parents, you think that you're thinking about your children and you're really not. Mm-hmm. You know, you think that, oh, well, I pay the bills, I'm, I do this, I do that. I mean, yeah, but what about the other little things? Mm-hmm. Watch what we're right. doing and saying and treating and because that plays a big part in our children's lives. That's right. And a lot of times you think that you're you're being about your children when in reality you're really just being about you. That's right. That's right. Okay. I have so many students so that... So please be aware. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of students that will, that will talk, they want to talk, they want to talk, and I'll just ask them sometimes, I'm like, do you talk to your parents? Do you, you know? And they'll say no because they're busy on their phone or no, they're busy texting or no, they're busy doing this and doing that. It's very Mm -hmm. important to talk to our kids. They have so much to say. They have so much to say. Man. Before I got on the call, um, one of my uh, sisters came over and my kids were talking to they were we were they were talking to us about the school events and that and it's just like to see their faces and just for them to process and talk about what they experienced at school and what happened today and how was school and you know what about this person this person made me angry why because this it's just like 
kids need to know they can, that they can talk to their parents or talk to their family members. Right. And they need to because the teacher can't hold it all. The teacher cannot hold it all. They uh-huh. have to have another outlet to, to be able to process all this life stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Man, I hope y'all paying attention. Mm, somebody, it just hit somebody real hard. I felt that. I felt it all through my spirit. Wow. So, man, I really hope that you are really getting it and you, you are feeling it and you understanding and you processing what she is telling you tonight because somebody needed to hear that tonight that's tuned in right now. You needed to hear that. Our kids are our future. Mm-hmm. You know, and they do have a lot to say. Yes, they, do. they do have a lot of things going on. Yes. Yes, so engage with them. Be interactive with them. You'll be amazed of what you'll find out. Mm-hmm. So, 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 oh my gosh, like yes. So y'all make sure y'all do that. So, before I ask you any more questions, um, I do want to get into the excerpts because I don't want us to run out of time. Man, these two hours, man, when you're having fun and you're talking about it, oh, you yeah, just okay, in, into the conversation, boy, time just be peeling. You be like, dang, what? wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> what happened right. all the time? But, right. um, man, I definitely have to say thank you for coming through for sure and, oh, you know, doing your thing because, man, you are really empowering us tonight for sure and putting thank a new you. light on something that is so hard for so many of us to talk about. Well, that's my prayer. You know, and that and, was my prayer. Getting yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, you definitely are doing that because I have to say, ever since August, that's when I lost my business partner. Mm-hmm. Um she was my, not just my business partner, but my sister, my friend, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I lost her in August of 2019. And mm-hmm. ever since then, it's like, oh, my gosh, between my friends and my family, it's like everybody's like, yeah, such and such died today, such and such. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what is going on? So it's like right. I have to stay prayed up because there's so That's much right. and so many just back to back to back to back to back. It's mm-hmm. like if I don't, I it could almost drive me into a depression. That's right. And you know, That's and right. as a life coach, you know, I, I mean, it, it it can drive me into a depression because it's That's been right. so many and so much. You just be like, wow, right, right, right. You know, and so man, I can imagine you know, how, you know, it can definitely make you feel. And for us to be able to talk and share this and, and to 
put a new light on it. It's like, okay, yes. no matter right. what, we can finish strong. We we can. That's right. And and there's life after right. and it's gonna That's be right. okay. That's right. So, can I say something about that? Man, please do. Please do. I I'm a firm believer that God equips us with everything we need, whether it's at our churches, in our community. So everything that we need, he's equipped us with. And I'm a firm believer that when we don't open our mouth, people really don't truly know what our gifts and talents are and, and vice versa. They don't know. So I think it, it definitely, to me, it's time to, to talk. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk. Let's open up. Let's hmm. talk about it. Let's be each other. We talk, we, we're talk. quick to holler, I am my brother's keeper. I am my sister's keeper. But when it comes down to it, we go to our we go to our home, we close our garage, we lock our house down, turn the turn the alarm on, and we we go to our little world. And I said that to say, how many of us? I just want to pose a question, just you know, just something to think about as a community. How many of us have reached out to somebody that we know is having a difficult time, and we try to do something to brighten up their day, or we try to do something to help them? Mm-hmm. It's like that's another way for me. That's another way that I know I have been blessed is being able to volunteer and help someone else when they're going through. Because I know that that's what God has charged us to do. When we suffer through grief and loss or with different things in life, we're not doing it just for ourselves. We're doing that for the person behind us that's coming along. So mm-hmm. I think we just really have to take 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 a different approach to it and understand that it's not even it's not even about us. You sure right about that. Oh, you sure right about that. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Once you realize mm. it's not mm-hmm. really about you. Then I think we we can do we can we we can be such better people, such better mm-hmm. people. When we realize it's not about us, it's not about you. It's about you know it's about the big the bigger picture. It's a bigger picture, mm-hmm. and it really is. I keep telling people if we just put our pride to the side and yes. join and come together, we can make a powerful punch. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like we really can. Oh my gosh. So, mm, man, I hope that y'all getting that in. I hope that y'all, you know, man, I have to say thank y'all because somebody just said, oh my gosh, Lady B, thank you. I don't know where you found her, but she is amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, no, thank you for. I'm just, I'm just feel like it's a, it's an honor and a privilege just to be able to talk about it. I really do. So thank you for allowing me to the privilege of being here. Hey, no problem. Thank you, man. I'm definitely glad that um you come through the playhouse and we are able to talk about that because here we we talk about everything and we're so open. Um, to open in our mind and expand in our minds to new things, different things, and to what's really going on 
other than what people trying to perpetrate and make us think that we should be worried about when we have so many other things that we really need to be worried about. You know, that's mm-hmm. going that's on. Right. That's right. So, and this is definitely one of them things. You know, so I'm I'm glad that you you come through and you share your story with us as well. So, um, before we uh, definitely, you know, like I said, before we run out of time, I definitely want you to, you know, read those excerpts or that excerpt or however you choose to do. Just let us know um, where you read okay. what you're reading and where you're reading okay. from. And um, then you can tell us where we can find it and give us all your social medias and stuff as well. Okay, absolutely. All right, so the first the first book I will read an excerpt from is Through Micah's Eyes, and it can be found on Amazon as well as my uh, website, which is www.strongtothefinishmotivationalswithanS.com. And again, this is, I'm reading an excerpt from Through Micah's Eyes. And if you type in, even if you type in my name, Valerie Johnson, it will come up on the Amazon website. One excerpt I want to read, just a little piece of it, because it is a short short book. But um, I do want to read this. And you can kind of, the listeners can also visualize this. Um, The scene of this actual, what I'm getting ready to read is, um, it's actually actually like a, a sketch of me and Micah standing in front of the church, and he says, um, I miss Daddy. What happened to him? Micah asked. Mama replied, he was very sick, and he died. I know we're, I know that we are sad right now, but we will see Daddy in heaven when he gets there one day. And the picture on this one, um, on this particular page, shows a picture of the mother and the son, me and Micah, standing there. And it shows a wreath, um, and it shows a faint picture, but it also shows a casket sitting there. And I wanted, I thought it was important to actually show that because that's the reality that we deal with. Um, another part of excerpt is the choir began to sing songs of joy and God's love. Micah, his mom, his big brother Ryan, and his big sister Kayla sat and cried at times, but they also smiled. So that's my excerpt that I want to read from through my good time. And I want to read an excerpt from Stay Strong, Finish Strong. And the full title of this book is Stay Strong, Finish Strong, How I Cope with Daily Life After Experiencing Loss. And I want to read uh, an excerpt from it. It's actually part of my not my introduction, but it's kind of like my forward. Um, not my forward, but just like a pre, uh, pre-writing. I said, I remember going with my mom to the oncologist October 2011 to hear about what her condition would be. We walked into the building, and I had prayed and prayed for her to be healed. We got into the elevator with several other people. Then we pushed the button to go up. As we started going up, the elevator came to a sudden stop. My mom immediately became nervous and she began to pray out loud. Now that she was about to be, now she was getting ready 
to be told that her cancer had metastasized from her pancreas to her liver. But she was able to find find the strength and the faith to pray. I just knew that God heard our prayers that day to heal her. But he didn't, I thought. However, he did open the elevator within moments. What was that for? For me to see that God still moves? For her to see? For the others on the elevator? Who? I don't know, but that day became one of the saddest days of my life. I will never forget it, but as I look back, it gave me hope for another day's journey. As the choir used to say, it's another day's journey, and I'm glad about it. I'm so glad to be able to tell the story of hope and encouragement and determination. It's not a story of defeat, because even though there has been tremendous loss that is overwhelming and unimaginable at times, I have found that God still gives you grace to keep going, even when you want to give up on him, life, others, etc. He is still gracious to us. Yes, to all of us. And that's my excerpt from the State Song Sinister. Yes, man. Y'all look, go get your copy. Go support, 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 support. I cannot say it enough. Make sure you go and show your support, okay? Make sure you go get that copy. Please um, tell us. Tell us where we can find you and um, okay. give us all your social medias and all that good stuff. And then Absolutely. I'm going to, yeah, I'm, of course, because I'm switching things up a little bit. So I'm going ahead to ask you a couple questions um, that okay. some new things we're trying in the Playhouse this season. You know, it's always good for new stuff. Sure, sure. Okay, so we can you can always find me. I have my um, my Facebook page. My personal page is Valerie Johnson Reed. Uh, just type that in, and my name will come up, and my face will come up. Um, I also have emails, strong to the finish four at gmail dot com. And as I stated before, um, my website is www Strong to the Finish Motivationals with an S dot com. Um, I do also have a Facebook page for my motivational speaking. It is Strong to the Finish Motivational Speaking. I am also on Instagram. And on Instagram, it's under Strong to the and I'm not really big on Twitter, but I do have a Twitter page. I try to stay current, um, but I'm not on Twitter as much as I am on Instagram and Facebook. But on Facebook, I'm sorry, on Twitter, I am at clone to the F-I-N number one, and that's on Twitter. So I'll go back mm-hmm. on Facebook. I'm Valerie Johnson. I'm also strong to the finish motivational. My website is www.strongtothefinishmotivational.com. And on Twitter, strong to the finish, strong to the fin, F I N, number one. 
Alrighty. Did y'all get it? Did y'all get it? Did y'all get it? Hey, we'll make sure we get it up on the what's the name as well. Y'all make sure y'all go show your love and support. Please make sure y'all go do that, okay? Man, support, 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 support. I cannot say it enough. Please make sure you go show your love and support. So I got to ask you these last few questions. The first one is I like to do something fun. So the first one is tell us your most embarrassing moment in this industry? Oh, gosh. Mm. I thought you were going to say in life, because I was going to say that's easy. Uh, in this industry. <laughs> Man, oh, gosh. That's a hard one, because I haven't had really anything embarrassing yet. Uh I would you can say, do it in life. Okay. I was going to say in life, I got definitely got one about that. Um, <laughs> as you stated in my in my bio, I pledge this constant sleeper in a lot of, I know there are a lot of sleepers in Dallas, so hey, y'all. Um, but um, in, in Houston area as well. But um, I was pledging to sleep with constant sleeper at Prairie View A&M University, spring 90. And this was during the time where we we dressed alike and went to lunch together, brushed together, mm-hmm. and all that. And I remember walking <laughs> in alumni hall, and we were all having to sit together. We had to move fast, and, you know. I remember carrying a tray of food, and I had these shoes on, um, these penny loafers shoes on, and I remember something underneath my feet, and I fell. I slipped and my tray went up and all on my face. And I would say that that mm-hmm. was probably my most embarrassing moment because not only <laughs> was I in alumni hall with everybody, but I was also online and it just made it more embarrassing. Oh, so, yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you almost went viral. That was your viral moment. That was my viral. And thank viral. God there was no social media. <laughs> Look, thank God there was no social media then, you know. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was your that would be my moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Already. Already. And then our most serious question to, you know, to end your 21 questions is, well, I guess that's not to end the 21 questions, but almost, okay. um, is do you believe that there is life after death? Oh, man. I believe that there has to be something. I'm just not sure what that something is. I know there's a heaven. I believe that there's a heaven. I believe that there's a hell. I believe that there is life. Um, Figuratively, I believe that after someone dies, we have to continue to go on, so I do believe that there's life. Literally, I believe that there's, I believe that there's life after death. I believe that there's a gathering, I believe that they're, you know, they're waiting on us to, you know, come on up. But I, I do believe that. I do. 
Already. Already. Well, there y'all have it. There y'all have it, man. I hope that you guys enjoyed the show and got it in with Miss Valerie this evening. So, as we get ready to close out our show, Miss Valerie, please feel free to, again, you can um, give your shout outs. And, of course, mm-hmm. the very last question that I always like to ask to end out our show is mm-hmm. if you can tell someone anything that mm-hmm. was trying to break into this business to keep them empowered, enriched, and encouraged to do greater things, what would mm-hmm. be that one thing that you would tell them to keep them inspired? Oh, man. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I would say, I would tell people, um, whatever your vision is, stick with your vision. If God gave you that vision, roll with it. Stop Stop doubting your vision. Stop operating in fear. If God told you to do it, do it. And stop asking questions. Stop asking other people to validate your vision that God has given you. Hmm. I would definitely doubt. That's what I would say. Because, and you know what, it's confirmation because I've said this and I had some people, other people say the same thing to me like within this last week. So I know mm-hmm. it's confirmation. I actually had to say this to a young lady because she kept talking about her book. And I was like, wait a minute, stop. I was like, for some reason, you're not moving. If you said that God told you to write this book, what are you waiting on? And she couldn't say anything. Right. She got quiet. I was like, okay, well, you know, either you're going to do it or you're not. So he gave you the vision. Nothing you is stopping you, know. Exactly. So stop limiting yourself. Stop mm-hmm. limiting God. Yeah. Yes. Yes, stop sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Please give your shout outs, my love, as we get ready to close out this I show. I sure will. I sure will. Um, like I said, big shout out to the Wisconsin Sleepers. Uh, that's my uh, Green and Gold family. Big shout out to City and Rosewood Incorporated, my Blue and Gold family. Just um, big shout out to anybody that's ever suffered any grief or loss, and just just hang in there and just stick with it. Just know that that it, it, you know, even though we don't get over it, we get through it, and just keep continue to to walk in your purpose and follow what God asks you to do. You know, follow what God asks you to do. I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, my kids, Ryan, Kyler, and Michael, for, for just, you know, being being who they are and doing as well as they, they do. Because um, I don't take them for granted because I work with kids every day, so I know how kids can be, and I, I appreciate them being mm. who they are. Um, I thank God just for giving me the guidance and the wisdom to, to, to be their parent and to, you know, try to show them the way as much as possible. Um, I would also like to give a special shout-out to, like I said, my sister came over. Her name is Janika. Just give a shout-out to her for being a sisterly sisterly person. Um, and also a special shout-out to the Kappa League, the Southwest region of the Kappas, because they are doing a Kappa League conference in Dallas, Dallas area this weekend, and my son Ryan will be traveling there. So traveling based to all the young men and meetings that will be um, at that conference. 
And, oh, man, to all my teachers, we got to hold it down. We can't give up. We got to hold it down. I recently had a coworker quit because she was just got frustrated and tired of uh, just the, the politics and all the things that go along with it. But I'm a firm believer that we all That's can't right. quit. I know that God has given everybody a different vision, different paths, but we all can't quit. So, you uh-uh. know, shout out to my teachers. Hang in there. Hang tough. These kids need us. They might not see it at the moment, but they do need us. They need us in, our, in their lives. Uh, some of us have more of an impact on their lives than some of their parents do. So, be encouraged and stick with it. Stick with it. Yes, come on. Yeah. Man, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I definitely have to say, Ms. Valerie, thank you so very much for coming oh, into no, the Playhouse you. and sharing your story with us and just, man, empowering and, and just encouraging us to do greater things and actually being open and honest with ourselves and knowing that this is what we have to face and it's time for us to speak up, speak out, and actually get some help for the things that we we suffer and we like. So I definitely say thank you so very much. You are always welcome in the Playhouse anytime. You know what I'm saying? Just hit me up and say, hey, Lady B, I need to come get back on the mic. You are always welcome. Okay, my love. Well, thank you. I appreciate you so much. And I appreciate you having an outlet that, that, uh, that's open to this type of discussion. So I, I appreciate you, and I thank you as well. Oh, no problem at all, honey. You are always, 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 always welcome, for sure. Thank you. And that's what it's always about, you know, just being able to have a platform for everybody and anybody to come and share their stories because we all have a different walk of life. That's right. That's so true. And I so believe true. that God wants wants everybody to showcase their walk, you know, and I their agree. purpose. And this is, you know, this is my way of him saying, hey, because this is definitely his show. So I just be that's obedient right. and do what he tell me to do. And, hey, that's, you know, and I love all the people that come through and share embrace the stage and just share their story with us because we all you guys just each story is so unique and so powerful yes indeed and it always encourages somebody you know to do greater things and that's what this show is all about it's being able to do greater things and be able to overcome and accomplish things that we didn't think that we could that's right. Absolutely. And sometimes we just need somebody else's story to help us to That's give right. us that push. That's right. That's right. That's so true. So very true. And and I know tonight your story just gave somebody that push. They needed it. Well. And you just gave it to them. Well, and I have this, to say that's, thank that's, you that's for my that. purpose. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, anytime, love. Anytime, anytime, anytime. Oh, for sure. I have definitely enjoyed it. <laughs> I've, I've definitely enjoyed it as enjoyed well. our time together. 
I have to. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, y'all, there we have it, man. Miss Valerie Johnson Reed. Man, y'all make sure y'all go show your love, show your support. And, man, just know that no matter what, you have to be strong to the finish, okay? Make sure that you keep doing that, okay? Keep striving, keep striving, keep striving. And, hey, keep striving. Then y'all make sure that y'all tune in tomorrow night for your couple's retreat, okay? Your couple's retreat is Friday night. And, yes, tomorrow we're going to... We're going to go all the way. I know this is a very broad topic, and y'all get your minds out the gutter when I say it, but it is, we're going to go all the way around, okay? So the topic of the night is Does Size Matter? That's the topic for Uh-oh. our couple's retreats. So y'all come on in the playhouse. Yes, that's tomorrow night. It's about being closer. So Does Size Matter? I want y'all to think about it. Mm. Y'all know Lady Z going to take you all the way around, baby. We're going to get that in. So come on in and get in on the topic, okay? And then, of course, you know, we're going to slow it down and kind of relax for some wine and soul. So if you love jazz and you love neo-soul, come on to the Playhouse on Saturday, okay? I'm going to give it to you right and give it to you the right way, okay, with some wine. And so you bring the wine, I'm going to bring the soul, okay? And then, of course, you know, on Sunday, I got to finish out our weekend because it's day night weekend. Y'all know what to do. So, hey, I got to finish it out with the quiet storm. So I'm going to slow it down, bring you all the good old goodies, you know, them oldies but goodies. That's right. <laughs> and do it like only the grown and the sexy know how to do. So y'all make sure that y'all stay tuned in and end your weekend, right? With the queen, and of course, next week is Lady V's week, so don't look for me because I won't be here, okay? <laughs> Not next week, but we'll be here the following week. Yes, we will. So, hey, y'all, okay. thank y'all for tuning in and rocking out with us. Please make sure y'all go support Miss Valerie Johnson Reed. Go get that book through Micah's Eyes or Stay Strong, Finish Strong because what? That's what we are doing this year. We are staying strong, and we are finishing strong. So y'all make sure that y'all do just that. Mm-hmm. And Ms. Valerie, I have to say thank you again, my love, for coming through and yeah, rocking out with you. us. You are Absolutely. always, always, always welcomed in the Playhouse, my love. So thank my you again. Thank you. I appreciate you, Lady B. Oh, no problem, love. Not a problem at all. So, hey, y'all. We love y'all, babies. We love y'all. Make sure y'all go support, 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 and support. I cannot say it enough, but, hey, y'all, we love y'all. And as always, man, keep your head up. Stay strong to the finish, baby. We is out of here. We love you. And as always, stay wise, empowered, enriched. And encouraged to do great things. Y'all have a blessed evening and stay strong to the finish. Good night, y'all. Good night.
much pressure, heartache, so much pain. Yeah. I've been broken into pieces, maybe more. And tonight I made my bed right on the floor. Woo. The enemy really tried to 